Welcome to another episode of Bitch Call Your Sponsor. I'm Misty. And I'm Sam. Yay. All right, let's do our primary purpose. Primary purpose. For Misty and Sam Sam to grow their friendship friendship and and maybe help help others. others. Yay. All right. The topic I chose for today is when to push past your comfort zone and when to hunker down. (laughs) And this is from a conversation I had with somebody I sponsor. And she was going, she was asked to speak at a meeting of women who she was concerned weren't really her friends. And it was a very intimate meeting. And she just felt like she had trusted herself to know these women weren't that safe to be friends with. And she was very Mm. proud of that. And now somebody was asking her to speak at that meeting and she was going to have to go back. And she called me. And part of it is because sometimes when she calls me, the message is going to be, you know, be safe, be comfortable, like hunker down and take care of your inner child. And sometimes Mm. the message is going to be like, no, get out of your comfort zone, like push Mm. through. And I do think that's true. I don't think there's a one size fits all in these situations. There are times where let's say I'm going through a lot and I may see there's a lesson on the horizon that I've already that I've been through before, but I haven't learned and I see it happening, but I just don't have the energy. And I'm like, I'm going to sit this one out and hunker down and stay comfortable. Mm. I'm not willing to get uncomfortable. So I actually think we've spoken about this as well at one point where it's, um, it's never a cut and paste. And, it's wisdom to know right. in the moment. And I get really sometimes twisted in my brain where I'm not sure um, because it's not coming from within. The The energy has somehow shifted to the approval rating or caring more about what other people think about me versus coming from within. Yes. And I think we can't know that. And that's why we do call other people at times. Right. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of a specific situation. I know that I spoke to somebody this week and I got a little bit of a resentment around it because they... <laughs> I was saying, oh, you know, I'm praying and I'm, you know, waiting for a sign and blah, 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 whatever. And in hindsight, when I and listening and reviewing that conversation, I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of sounded like it kind of landed that I was just being, I don't know, I guess naive in a sense, or I'm not sure what that word is. But they they basically what they had shared was, yeah, and be careful of what you what the download is that you get. (laughs) <laughs> and okay. I was like, 
screw you, you know? (laughs) But the other side of that is, you know, it does say in our literature, any like astute, spiritually evolved person also, to your point, checks in with other people, um, you know, on what what the what they're getting. You know, I think like for me, there's definitely the the knowing and versus knowledge, right? The knowledge is in my brain and the knowing for me is like in my gut and in my being. That is so good. Okay, this is really good because there are times I will go to somebody else and they're putting their stuff on me Uh and I know what's mine. So I'm like, yeah, no, that's not the place I'm coming from. Mm. And I know what's mine. Like, that's not what I'm seeking here. And and when I'm in that place, I'm not being stubborn. I'm not being egotistical. I've Um. sat down. I've journaled. I've written. I've checked in with myself. I know what's coming from behind my belly button. And just because someone else has fears about speaking up at work, that's not mine. That's not on me. I'm 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 not going with that. And all of that does require knowing yourself i remember oh here's a really dramatic example of this i love drama (laughs) so (laughs) i've spoken before about that amazing sponsor that i had who was so grounded and you know helped me get in a relationship and just she was salt of the earth right and she got on a pedestal for me for sure And we worked together for a lot of years. I want to say eight years into the relationship, I ran into her at a coffee shop when I was writing with this writing partner. And I was like, oh my gosh, like so good to see you. And I saw her and her husband. And I was like, I'm doing so good. And, you know, I'm doing this writing stuff. I was on a pink cloud with writing, right? Mm. And I saw her a couple of days later and she said, you know, I'm really worried about you. Mm. I don't think you're working your program. I feel like you're about to drink. And when I saw you in that coffee shop, you seem so out of sorts. And I'm just really, really concerned that you're about to drink. Mm. And I was like, what? Mm. I checked in with myself and I was like, that doesn't ring true for me. Like, Mm. I don't feel like I'm about to drink at all. And she had like eight, nine sponsees. And what I found out was that one of her sponsees that she'd sponsored for 10, 15 years had drank and relapsed. Um, And she felt like she wasn't paying enough attention to the women she was sponsoring. Wow. So she went around to all the eight of us and said, you're about to drink and you don't even know it. And, Um, And what I found out from another is that all of them were like, yeah, you're right. I'm about to drink and I don't even know it because people are so willing to beat up on themselves and think that they're wrong. Where, as you know, I come from the fight, not the flight. So I was like, no, like I, I, but I wasn't being fight. Like I really was like, no, I'm in a really good place. Like I'm not, I'm not taking that on. Mm. So she was, she, oh, go ahead. No, you go. So she was projecting her fear onto everyone else based on this one woman's actions. Exactly. And 
the alcoholic that is self-centered, I've seen this from the other side. I'm sure I do it, but of course I can't see it right now. It's my blind spot. Um, But the alcoholic that is self-centered will take on her fear and I don't know if it's self-centered or just it's the top of the heat versus the bottom of the heat. Okay, tell me more. The alcoholic who feels like I'm always wrong. The alcoholic that feels like I'm guilty, you're innocent. The people pleaser too much. The one who's like, I'm sure I've done something wrong here. They're the ones who are more willing to be like, oh, I bet you're right. I bet I am about to drink and I don't even know myself. Right. Okay. I'm getting this now. So it's, would you say it's the codependent? Yes, I would say it's the codependent. Yeah. Whatever this person is saying or thinking or feeling is takes precedent, right? Top of the heap. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, top of the heap to me is it's still I'm still codependent. I'm still want everybody to think I'm great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I'm not necessarily willing to think that I did something wrong. Got it. And so she was like, you all did something wrong. And they were all like, yes, I did. And I was like, mm. I don't know if that rings true for me. Yeah. And it didn't. So what happened was. Um, I came, I went to her, I was like, yeah, I, I just don't feel that way. And she goes, I don't know how we can work together now if you're not willing to admit this to yourself. Wow. And I was like, what? And she literally fired me as a sponsee. I was so heartbroken, so heartbroken, mm. Sam. I cried, I was hurt. And I did feel like maybe I did something wrong, but I was like, no, I didn't. Two mm. years later, she comes to me, she sees me at some art show and she made amends. And she told me that, another sponsee had relapsed and that she felt like everybody was wrong and she went around to everybody and that I was the only one that said, no, 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 not me. And that she regrets that she harmed me and she made amends to me. Wow. It was a really, really cool experience and a doubling down on like being able to trust myself. Wow. I guess I'm looking at this from the other side of like, then there was all that missed connection Right. Because she made. So would you say that she made the other spot, the her sponsee going out about her? Yes, she. Oh, this is good. I feel like she thought she was doing something wrong. She made it yes. about her in an yes. Al-Anon way. where mm-hmm. like, oh, I guess I haven't been doing enough of a good job as a sponsor. Now I need to run around to everybody and tell them they're about to drink and they need to lean on me more. So nobody else relapses. And makes me look bad but i know she would never put it in that words because we can't really tell it's our ego telling us that at the time Mm -hmm. yeah and then so you ended up switching and you and bitch called another sponsor is that what happened (laughs) (laughs) called another sponsor and got new information from a new source and you know somebody i put on a pedestal fell Mm. Um, and so in that particular case, it wasn't whether to push or hunker down because there was no choice. She was not willing to work with you at that point, right? Yeah, I guess it comes in that uncomfortable, be willing to be comfortable feeling uncomfortable. Ugh. That's Ugh. what it comes down to to me is that I had to be willing to feel uncomfortable standing in my truth 
Because yes. it would oh. have been much more comfortable to disagree with her and be like, oh, my God, I'm about to drink. You know, you're yes. so right. That would have been much more comfortable for some people. Um, and I suppose for me than to stand up for myself and tell this woman that I respected and admired that she was wrong. Oh, my God. Well, this goes back to what what we sometimes talk about is this. It's just, it says it on the coin, to thy own self be true. You yeah. knew exactly what was up for you. Yeah. You know, and because I always say it's it's because of the eight and nine, where it's like I become aware of what's on my side of the street and what's on their side of the street. Yeah, I feel like it says it says somewhere in the big book, it says the whole point of this book is for you to get to know yourself mm. and to build a relationship with a power greater than yourself. Yes. And that goes to thine own self be true. And that goes the whole reason any of us are doing this is for you to have a relationship. Dr. Bob's plaque a place that you can go to and be inside yourself behind your belly button and be with your creator, your higher self and have peace, whether people are praising you or, you know, criticizing you when everything outside of you is chaos. Match calamity with serenity. Exactly. And that was the place. And it's not like, she said that to me, I feel like you're about to drink. And I said, no, I'm not. That would have been the fight. But right. what she said was, I feel like you're about to drink. And I said, hmm, interesting. Let me go sit with myself. Let mm. me go check in with myself. Let me get behind my belly button. Is that true? Mm. And I had to go do that thing that we talked about before where it's like, um, you know, Getting quiet, sitting with the feelings, checking in. What do I feel Ugh. about this? Mm. The quiet and stillness are really still like tricky for me sometimes. Um, <laughs> Recoil as if from a hot flame. Why? Why? Why well, don't um, want to feel? I want excitement. Yeah. I want a jolt. Totally. I want Red Bull and roller coaster rides. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just trying to think of a specific instance. Is there anything that happened this past week? Oh, well, I've been feeling under the weather. And um what I what I was able to chart was the growth in that when to just hunker down and when to just kind of allow, you know, where I'm like, oh, I'm tired you know i my body is in recovery mode and i cleared my entire calendar on friday and um yeah and then i i went outside and i sat in the sun which is what i was listening to my body my body wanted to be warmed by the elements and so i sat in the sun and then somebody called who wasn't supposed to, like they were, I wasn't expecting a call. There were three random calls from various fellows and I picked all three up uh, and I checked in with myself. I was like, I don't need to pick it. You know, like I rarely pick up my phone cause I'm always in meetings, you know? And so people know if they want to talk, like text me and we'll find a time. Um, but I picked up all three calls. I checked in with myself and I was like, what's happening? And, you know, um, I was able to 
uh, be of service and be present and show up and also be in a place of not depleting any anything additional that was already that needed to be replenished you know so that was a big win go sam call your sponsor call your new episode tomorrow send us an email bcy sponsor at gmail.com